This is Tony Elder with Everyday Encounters with the Lord for April 5th. That's a stanky tree. Such was the loud declaration of our two-year-old grandson in his already thick southern accent. He was referring to a Bradford pear tree situated near where he was playing at the time. Now, if you've only admired those particular plants from a distance, you might not know what our grandson was referring to. When those pear trees put forth their beautiful white blossoms in the early spring, they also emit a rather unattractive, pungent odor for a brief time. To put it bluntly, they stink. When our grandchildren had first noticed this unpleasantness in the air, we had quietly pointed out the source. And a week later, our grandson had not forgotten it. Whenever he got near that tree, he would repeatedly trumpet his announcement about that stanky tree for all the world to hear. Although his characterization of the tree was rather humorous, I hope we hadn't inadvertently caused him to see just the negative aspect of Bradford Pears. I would hope he could still appreciate the beauty of the blossoms and not just focus on the unpleasant odor. Now, especially around Good Friday that we've just celebrated, but other times as well, our attention focuses on a very different kind of tree, the cross on which Christ died. This wooden structure also comes with a mixed bag of qualities. There are some people who find it repulsive because of the smell of death surrounding it. It reeks of suffering, torture, pain, injustice, and bloodshed. How can people who claim to be compassionate and religious look favorably toward an instrument of execution? How can they treasure the horrible stench of someone agonizingly dying on a cross? How can they sing songs which express gratitude for the blood of Christ? Others of us might recognize the purpose of Jesus' suffering and death, but still have to admit to a certain degree of unpleasantness associated with the cross. It reminds us that we are sinners. It reveals the seriousness of our sin. It reflects the wrath of a holy God. And it shows us just how awful our sin must be if it resulted in such a high price having to be paid by Jesus. There is a foul odor emanating from the cross. The awful combined smell of sin, suffering, shame, and death. However, as believers in Christ, we also recognize the beauty of the cross. We see in it the blossoms of hope and redemption. We see the beauty of God's love in sending His Son to be our Savior. We recognize the wonder of Christ's love and His willingness to suffer and die in our place. We smell the fragrant scent of forgiveness, grace, cleansing, and eternal life bursting forth from the awful scene of crucifixion. We don't just see a horrible execution. We see a glorious, loving act of self-sacrifice. We don't just see the goriness of the blood. We see the power of that blood to wash away our sins. The cross has always had this dual effect. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 1.18, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. To some, the cross appears to be foolish or even repulsive. To others, it displays the wisdom, love, and power of God. For believers, the beauty of the blossoms on the cross overcome the stench of suffering and sin. 
Don't make the mistake of viewing the cross only as a stanky tree. What stinks is our sin, our sin which made the cross necessary. Put your faith in Jesus and experience the beauty of that cross, the beauty of love, forgiveness, and salvation. If you're interested, Everyday Encounters with the Lord is available in both book and ebook formats. And now I pray that you'll encounter the Lord today in your own everyday experiences.